It's not a podcast. It's Yeah Right. The following program is rated 14 plus and may contain coarse language, violence, nudity, mature subject matter, or scenes which may not be suitable for all viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Okay, welcome back to Yeah Right for the second annual Oscars recap. Today, I am joined by none other than Evelina Diordiev. How are you doing today, Evelina? You know, I'm doing great. How are you, Jared? I'm doing amazing. How are you feeling 12 hours post-Oscars? Uh, I'm not sure how I'm feeling. I have a lot of mixed emotions, I think. I'm still trying to process everything, but yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling quite distraught myself. I don't know what to do. I've been thinking about, you know, the infamous slap all day. I can't get it out of my mind. I keep replaying things like, how could have I done better? And it's just, there's so much to think about. Well, there's already a ton of memes about it too. Like you go on Instagram and it's all you're seeing now. It's so. everything, which I almost don't like. I feel like I kind of liked a little exclusive club of people who watch right? the Oscars. Now it's like everyone's tuned in. It's feeling like yeah. the, the Ellen selfie type thing, but like in a, Ooh, a better way, yeah. I guess, because that was just very lame and boring. But either way, that's okay with me. Um, what, let's get some first thoughts. Just 30,000 feet. What did you think of the show? The show? Okay. It was a good show, I guess. I don't know. I said it kind of felt like the Grammys. I don't know how I feel about all the live performances, especially they brought Megan the Stallion for some reason. She just started fucking rapping. And I, I don't know. It was okay. Some people are saying it's the worst Oscars ever, but I feel like people say that every single year. I don't think there's anything special besides maybe the slap. A hundred percent. Besides the slap, I would say this completely felt like the Grammys. There were so many musical performances, even though I'm sure every year has five plus, three plus, whatever. It feels like this year had an excess and they were mm -hmm. excessively bad. Minus uh, Billie Eilish because she's just, I don't know, she just gets out there and she just crushes it every fucking time. Like the Bruno song? Not for me. Not for yeah, me. Yeah, well, okay. Also, because I don't think you've ever heard the full song. I think you just heard the rap that Megan started doing. They only did like a few lines of the Bruno thing. Yeah. And then Megan's just like, what's up? I'm at the Oscars. The Zendaya is right here. Yeah. I suppose everyone is like that's crazy I was like why like ima I don't know imagine like an actor comes to the Grammys and just starts doing a monologue <laughs> that would be honestly pretty dope that'd make the Grammys infinitely better because they're pretty <laughs> terrible I would say they're worse than the Oscars and that's a very low bar I actually saw a lot of people saying this is giving like this is giving very teen choice awards with the whole vibe last night. Oh, I could see that, especially with like the three hosts trying to be hilarious and just not yeah, like, what, being hilarious. Like getting right into that, we had Amy Schumer, Regina Hall, and Wanda Sykes. And two of three of those were very good uh, in Regina and Wanda. Amy, on the <laughs> other hand, was uh, very, very bad. She was terrible. I mean, she was probably nervous. Well, I, I hope she was nervous because she absolutely shit the bed. She did terrible. Well, actually, I remember seeing her do like a pre-interview before the Oscars were starting and they're like, oh, like, are you nervous? And she's like, not really. Oh, so so she's, yeah, she's just a fraud then. That's I don't what know. I'm getting at. It's kind of weird. She was in a um, Spider-Man costume shooting out fake webs. She kicked yeah, Kirsten Dunst out of her funny. seat. Yeah, that was rude. That was, was not awkward. very cool. And then Tried she was like, Jesse. yeah, like shoehorning in some, some activism to make herself feel good. It was yeah, quite weird. That was very weird. I was like, leave that to Mila Kunis. It makes sense if Mila Kunis is talking about it because she's Ukrainian. But Amy, you're just trying to like seem like a good person yeah and it's, it's not it's not working for you amy it's a, it's a bad look but like regina and wanda sure they did fine well i mean that one there's the one bit where she just brought all the guys on stage and i was like oh she was like, like oh I'm let's gonna, go backstage and i'll stick my tongue and like have back an your throat. yeah i mean i thought that was kind of weird because like imagine like it was a guy host and he was like hey sexy ladies come up on stage and let's <laughs> let's you know, rumble it was an interesting choice but i was like you know what 
that's kind of fun whatever like i guess it's yeah it's kind of fun fun in like maybe a, a bad way i guess I feel like it could have been fine if it didn't drag out so long she just kept going she's like oh these people these people and then she's like will smith and he's like no yeah it kind of just got out of control like a lot of the bits from last night they really just went off the rails uh as my boy will smith did and we'll talk about that in a little bit here um but what did you think about the rest of the presenters because there was a whole bunch of them there was two that would go up sometimes three that would go up it felt like 40 people were up on stage at a time presenting awards i thought they had some very weird choices i don't know why tony hawk and sean white sean white uh, I mean, was, Rami Malek, that's a weird choice to begin with. He's terrifying. He looked like he but, could see me through the screen. He wouldn't blink. That's the thing. The whole time he would squint at some points, but he yeah. doesn't like close his eyes fully. I think that's what was throwing everyone off. That was a little freaky. Yeah, I, I do agree. I but think that was sense. worse than Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk? I like that guy. Good guy. I mean, fair, but also, can't they be presenting like the X Games or something? Whatever <laughs> yeah. they do. <laughs> like, I just don't get why they're at the Oscars. It's like, maybe they're trying to include like a bunch more people into the Oscars. And that's why like they were there. Also, I don't know why Jacob Ellerty was there. The kissing booth, Rachel. man. He's just, he's just cr- <laughs> he crushed it in all three of those movies. Like, what are you doing? It was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. And a lot of people actually pointed out the height difference between him and Rachel yeah. Zegler, which is like literally uh, literally two feet, it feels like. The, I think the she's difference. really small, though, because I remember in West Side Story, beside An- like Ansel, she would look really small as well. Yeah. I just saw a lot of people who were like, this height difference should not be allowed on TV because it just looks so <laughs> distracting. You're like, what is going on here? Should have thrown I mean, her next didn't... to Anthony Hopkins. It would have been like <laughs> straight shot right across. I mean they also didn't know that she was presenting until like six days ago true so, true. so that's that's fair they're enough. like fuck we so then i wondered was jacob supposed to be presenting by himself why would they let him do he that he was supposed to be with somebody else and then that's why there was a bunch of groups of three is because rachel was shoehorned in there oh. as were a bunch of other people but then you had trios like john travolta uma thurman um mm-hmm. samuel jackson going up as sort of their pulp fiction reunion so yeah. i don't know it was a weird vibe i mean there was I thought that was kind of sweet. You'd be like, why the fuck are these three presenting together? And they'd show like a clip of the movie and then they'd come out. But I'm like, okay, cool. Well, and the funniest part, it was the 20, I think the 28th anniversary. I was like, what a, or that feels like, that feels like too long since Pulp Fiction, but maybe it is. What a weird anniversary to celebrate. 28 years. Like you get two more years and you're at 30. You might as well just wait. Yeah. I think they're just looking for anyone. They could just get on there for any reason. Yeah. They're like, uh, you did this movie. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. It was only two years ago. Yeah, get up there. Just perform. I don't care. Yeah, and one can hope maybe this is the last Oscars, so maybe that's why they did it. They're like, well, might as well just throw it all the fucking, all the stops. Why not? Well, maybe. You know what they should throw out? They should throw out the editing team because I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Yeah, the editing team really needs some work. Uh, The show is just all over the place. You go from presenting to just a random clip montage to, oh, another (laughs) another anniversary award. Oh, what's going on? It's like if you're 90 watching that show, you're definitely going to have a heart attack and die. (laughs) Like I'm sure Anthony Hopkins is on life support in the back. Well, yeah. I mean, at one point they said he was going to come on stage and then he didn't. So I think that he probably was tripping out. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. But I can't. But I did see him <laughs> dancing after the show quite well, I would say. Where? So Anthony had some energy. I think at like the Vanity Fair after party. He or went something. to the Vanity Fair. Yeah, he was dancing. Party? He dances quite well for an old man. He dances better than me. Who do you think he banged at the party? I would say probably like, you know, probably like mm, Wesley Snipes. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. Yeah, Evelina doesn't know who Wesley Snipes is. She's never watched Blade in her entire life. The best no? early Marvel vampire trilogy 
What? Yeah, it's some weird shit, but it was really good. And then he like went bankrupt after those movies, et cetera, et cetera. Let's just, let's just, you know, address the elephant in the room. The fucking slap. So Chris Rock goes up there. Yeah, he goes to present the award and then he makes a joke uh, sort of directed at Jada Pinkett Smith uh, being bald, which is due to alopecia, which is a hair loss condition. And, uh, you know, she didn't take too nicely to the joke. Will was laughing at first. If you rewatch the clip, Will is laughing. And then he probably looked at Jada and was like, oh, fuck, like, I got to get up there. So Chris is looking at him. He's thinking, oh, Will's going to come up on stage. We're good buddies. Whatever. He's going to give me a hug, maybe. Who knows? Maybe a kiss. And then uh, Will fucking slaps him right across the face. I think it was a punch. Was it not a punch? It was like a full-on slap. You look at his a picture of his hand after, and it's flat as a okay. board. It was a, it was a good slap, I'll say. And a lot of people were quick to point out that Chris just rolled with the punches or rolled with mm-hmm. the slaps. In this case, uh, he got slapped in the face, and he just kept going. He's like, anyways, here's fucking people who are nominated. He was very professional about it, actually. So yeah, and people but were saying also, like he didn't look prepared to take the slap, and he just took, he like didn't stumble at all. Like he, that man has been slapped. Yeah, sure. well, I feel like as a comedian, you know, you're always getting slapped all the time by trolls on the internet. So metaphorically, you know, he's used to the slaps. Okay, I like the way you think. Yeah, okay. But also, I'd like to point out, this was confirmed that Chris Rock did not write the joke. It was the writers who wrote it. Like the writers <laughs> for the Oscars wrote it. Really? So <laughs> it wasn't even him. That's he was even probably better. like, what the fuck, man? Like, I was just doing my job. Yeah, we'll, we'll, play, the, we'll, play, the, we'll play the clip here. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep the- out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. I just want to ask you a question. Do you think that Will should have been taken out after that? Like out of the oscars i would say yeah probably or, like that was kind of they kind of just let him stroll up on stage this man slaps another dude on stage he sits back down 20 minutes later accepts his best actor yeah and then he's like i want to be a vessel for love <laughs> as he just <laughs> assaulted this man on national television he's like i just want to be a vessel for love guys like you know i, I just was in character like I just became king richard ha 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 guys like you can't you know this was so silly of me i want to apologize to the oscars like do you think he's getting invited back oh he, he, he'll be back he'll be i mean the the other guys who have been to the oscars many many years in a row like roman polanski woody allen Harvey oh, weinstein have been yeah, there years after allegations so i think will will be fine even though he assaulted a man on stage um and yeah. apparently they're fine now apparently they yeah according to p diddy he said in a in a quote he's like reporting live Chris Rock and Will Smith are A-OK. So that's good. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was an interesting scenario. Uh, a lot of which we thought was staged at first because why mm-hmm. would you expect that to be real? Especially if they're uh, taking the time to cut out Will's audio when he was yelling at Chris. Yeah, well, I think... 
because he he was saying the same things over and over. He's like, "Get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth," and he said it over <laughs> and over. And Chris Rock was like, "Yo, man, it was a GI Jane joke." <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, and then he just rolled with the slaps. It was it was incredible. I think we were all nervous though. After, I feel like a lot of people weren't wanting him to get like best actor after that because we were yeah. just all scared of what he was gonna say. Like, was it gonna be weird? Like, was he gonna call out Chris Rock? Really mm-hmm. awkward. The the vibes in there, as Amy Schumer was quick to point out, uh, were very weird. There was like, no one was getting too loud anymore. Everyone was kind of like, okay, I just want to go home type thing. I was thinking of it like this. Like if your work had a party and imagine just like <laughs> someone went up and slapped someone in front of everyone and they just stayed and everyone just sat there because they don't want to get slapped either. So they're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, I saw so many tweets last night. It was like, I'm texting all my friends in LA to make sure they're okay. Like, <laughs> oh my and there were so many, th- there was actually a, a tweet from Judd Apatow, which was swiftly deleted. That said something along the lines of like, that slap could have killed Chris Rock. And people were very quick to make fun of Judd Apatow for that. I mean, like in some insane scenario, I'm sure the slap could have killed Chris Rock, but like, <laughs> come on. Let's get real here. Will Smith's hand is not going to kill that man in one swift <laughs> fucking hit to the cheek. Maybe he was being sarcastic, no? I don't think so. He seemed quite <laughs> serious. In in the context of the tweet, he was being for real. And then there was a lot of other tweets that were all like, oh my God, this is assault. And then there's so much discourse happening now that this has gotten so blown out of proportion because that's fucking the internet. And uh, yeah, it's just people are taking it way, way too seriously now. And it's just like, well, it's just funny. I don't care. Yeah. Like, the, of course, the joke, not in good taste, whatever. But like the idea that some rich dude goes up on stage, slaps his allegedly rich friend and just like sits back down, accepts award, leaves. Insane. Like these are just well, three insane people. Did you see him dancing at the after party too? There's a video <laughs> of Will Smith just tearing it up and everyone around him just like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of and people were like, he's really working it. that crowd. And I was like, yeah, no shit. They don't want to get fucking slapped. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be afraid of Will Smith now on set. He's going to be walking around with a flat yeah. ass hand right up, strike somebody on the cheek. Dang. But that's what you get for free, for being rich. That's just all you, you have it coming, you know? But I mean, I think a lot of us were also surprised that that was his breaking point. Yeah. There's been a lot it? more times he should have yeah. been breaking, really. Well, also there's like his wife always like makes fun of him on the internet and is just like, yeah, I fucked other dudes. We're cool. Like <laughs> she's just so, I don't know. I feel like she always kind of disrespects him and and that was the final straw she looked at him and she was like if you don't get up there and fucking slap this man i'm gonna go fuck one of your what was it will smith no i was not who's the kid jaden smith i'm gonna go fuck one of jaden's friends if you do not <laughs> slap this man that's why a lot of people were like oh man it's good thing that the other dudes jada was fucking weren't there in attendance otherwise chris would have been just fucking assaulted by so many men at once <laughs> would have been terrible oh my god but you know, the, the entanglement it gets crazy you know yeah sorry i actually don't know that much about jada uh so so this I might be inf- misinformation i really don't know I, much either yeah, i just know i don't really have any like stance on her you know I, she does the red table talks and those are kind of cool i watched some of them and they're interesting yeah jada just is like there for me she's just i don't know she's jada yeah. smith but um yeah interesting interesting the way that played out i don't know if he'll be invited back after that type of uh scenario well then he also spit during his speech too yeah and you got to feel for the williams sisters he was like you know what he's he's comparing himself to their deceased father and then they're like dude you're making us look so bad and they're just sitting there uncomfortably he's alive oh he's he's a dead man r.i.p king richard he's not actually a king but you know richard williams 
yeah so they're, he's just like yeah i'm kind of like your dead dad but like yeah pretty much and they're like okay well here's okay. a vessel for love bro exactly there you go just start crying and then you know what? it's all good dude yeah and that was quite the theme for the uh the men presenting up on stage last night it was just a lot being said but also not a lot being said kevin costner went up and said about <laughs> three thousand words but didn't really get into any <laughs> point talking about the four-hour adult film he saw uh 1.5 miles yeah, from the dolby theater it was insane it was just like he was telling the story and it had no point anthony hopkins went up there and he's just old so like whatever it's fine <laughs> He can do what he wants to do. And then when Will Smith won Best Actor, it was like, okay, it's the longest speech I've ever heard. It was insane. Yeah, yeah. but you know who didn't get a long speech? The director of Drive My Car. They cut him off after like a minute. Yeah. So what what was that about? This guy wins Best International Feature Film or fo- Foreign Film. I don't know what they're calling it anymore. Um, yeah, like a minute and a half. And then Will, they're like, we'll give you 10. Yeah. Fine. It's whatever. Like, Kevin Costner, explain your whole life story up there. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally. Oh, Kevin Costner, did you make Yellowstone? Well, I, I don't I, know who I, Kevin Costner is, so. And Drive My Car is an incredible movie. So the fact that he got snubbed for his his time is quite the well, quite the crime. Maybe it's because it was a th- like a three hour movie. So they're like, you already made a long enough movie. You don't need to make a long speech. That so. is fair. And he was also trying to get off some uh some like a part of a speech in Japanese for like people back home. And mm-hmm. from actually what I was reading last night. Uh, this might be fake news. Uh, who knows? But from my understanding, that win doesn't count as his Oscar win. It counts as like Japan's Oscar win. So it's like a win for the country. So it doesn't actually count towards his personal accolades uh, in the grand scheme oh. of things. So it's their Japan's fifth Oscar in that sort of scenario, which is really weird. I remember hearing that because when they were they they won, they're like, "This is Japan's fifth, da, 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 but in their this nomination." But yeah, it's I thought a very like maybe they tradition. do that for it's weird. everyone. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, which I feel I, I I don't really know the context behind that, but uh, in my mind, that's his Oscar, and I would try to pronounce his name, but like honestly, I, I don't I can't even pronounce Evelina's last name, so <laughs> I, I don't even I think mean, I want to try. I would also like to know what the girl behind him was writing on the notepad. I would like to know that too. Maybe she was just writing down people who weren't paying attention. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is like a kill list. Yeah, people on their phone, like Andrew Garfield on his phone. Zendaya was on her phone. But like also, can you blame them? Like that show was pretty bad. I mean, I don't know. It was And depends on who they're seated next to as well. Like who I don't know who Andrew was sitting next to, but like you sit me beside some like old man producer who just like has no thoughts. Be like, this sucks. You know what I did see? I noticed during the We Don't Talk About Bruno segment, there was actually a seat filler in Will Smith's spot. Really? Like just beside Jada. Yeah, which I thought was really funny. Wow. Because there was just like this random girl. And I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, and a seat filler, if uh, if you guys don't already know, because Amy Schumer explained it just oh so oh, well. so, oh, so well um, when she made <laughs> Kirsten Dunst get out of her chair. Basically, when a celebrity goes up to go to the bathroom, they plop a little seat filler in there to make sure the room looks full. And uh, Amy Schumer just kicked Kirsten Dunst out of her chair to do that in oh. front of Jesse Plemons. And Jesse Plemons, like, I, I think he was kind of in on it, but I also don't know. I think he was kind of like, this is dumb. Yeah. Like, like people know, like, also don't use me as an example, you weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Amy <sighs> Schumer was just, it was a bad night for her. The, the, the odds were stacked against her to begin with because people were already like, oh, my God. And she, like, didn't do anything to improve public opinion on Amy Schumer. No. So I guess Wanda Sykes was just an all-star out of the three hosts last night. Yeah, she was pretty funny. But I don't know Regina Hall kind of got sewered with that with that bit where 
uh, the five dudes are up on stage and she was talking about giving them COVID tests with her tongue. Yeah. So funny. So silly. So crazy. Which like fair, but like, like why wasn't I invited up there? What's that about? <laughs> kind of rude to be honest. Actually, I want to say something. Yeah, go. <laughs> you know what would have been funny was when Regina was calling on the people, she called on Will Smith. What if Jada went up there and just fucking smacked her? <laughs> oh, that would have been double nice. slap. That would have been crazy. <laughs> sorry. I think, sorry, for the PR people and the publicists working with Jada and Will, I don't know why you guys didn't pull that stunt. I think it would have worked a lot better and they both would have gotten, you know, cool recognition. But sorry, we can carry on now. That yeah. was just my input. I wonder if she would have pressed charges. A lot of people are like, oh, man, Chris Rock better press charges. His career <laughs> is going to be over. Relax. Like, okay. My man got slapped. If I got slapped on stage, I'd be like, whatever, man. I probably had it coming. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Because they're like friends, I think, too. Yeah, so ap- apparently. Fine. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it in terms of the host. Uh, it's kind of just a crazy show all around. Um, mm-hmm. And we haven't even got to the movies yet, which is the craziest part. Because there were some real weird ass movies that got oscars and uh i'm ready to complain so uh let's just dive in we're gonna go bottom up here uh because i have the best at the top uh so we're gonna start with just the worst categories uh makeup and hairstyling uh the winner here the eyes of tammy faye i'm not gonna read out all the uh films for certain categories because frankly who cares for some of them uh the eyes of tammy faye do you have anything to say about uh the most caked up woman on the name of god getting nominated i mean i thought I, I thought the makeup was good in there i guess until you see what the actual tammy faye looks like and she doesn't look that crazy but yeah they made her look very much so like a clown in the movie and then you see a picture of her in real life at the end of the movie and you're like that's just like a karen basically yeah and they're just like they just... is that sort of them projecting like oh this is what a karen looks like and they just throw on the most insane mm. eye makeup you could ever see maybe but also like I guess they had to dramatize it a lot, you know. Yeah, to be like, look, look at this crazy woman. She loves yeah, God. Yeah, and to get that nomination, you know, they had to go crazy with it. Yeah, and in the movie, uh, irrelevant to makeup and hair, uh, Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye gives Andrew Garfield, who's Tammy Faye's husband, um, not not Andrew Garfield. Well, I don't remember <laughs> his name. I really don't care because it was a bad movie. But she gives him a hand job in the bathtub, which is also connected to another Oscar-nominated movie where Bradley Cooper also receives a handjob in the bathtub. So, And we see his wiener. Yeah, and what are the odds in two movies in the same year that both get nominated, there's two bathtub handjobs? That's crazy. crazy. Simply Did you know insane. that, sorry, I'm going off topic, but that was Bradley Cooper's first ever full frontal nudity. And he said it was very important to the role. He's like, this was very important and it needed to be in here. And I understand it. Like I needed to be naked emotionally, like mentally and physically. Oh, he was, <laughs> was, like, he was going full method, huh? Yeah. And I was, because I thought maybe they put like a fake wiener in there, but oh, no, it's that, his? Was his, that was his real penis. It's his. Wow. Good for him. So, yeah, I don't I, know, you couldn't see much. It was a lot of hair. Um, yeah. If so. you, I mean, Nightmare Alley, not a great movie. Wouldn't recommend it. But if you want to see Bradley Cooper's fucking schlong, <laughs> it's pretty early on in the movie. So do with that yeah. information what you will. Uh, so let's just move on here. Film editing. Dune is the winner. One of many wins Dune had last night. Um, it was up against uh, the controversial Don't Look Up, King Richard, Power to the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom. Anything to say about that one, Evelina? Uh, yeah, the only thing I have to say is fuck Dune. Like, <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you I'm do a, hate Dune. You can just voice your opinions about Dune right yeah, off the bat I'm an, if you'd like. Yeah, I'm an official Dune hater. I did start the hate club for it. I think it's stupid. Maybe it's not stupid. I don't know. It's stupid, yeah. I just don't like sci-fi. I think it's boring. 
I don't know why everyone loved it. I think people are just saying they loved it so that they sound smart. Like the only people who would like that are people who understand it, which are probably like fucking, I don't know, physicists and weird people that play Dungeon and Dragons. I don't know. Guys, it's just I fell asleep during it. My boyfriend fell asleep during it. It's like 500 hours long. It is very long. You're not wrong. I would also just like to know if it wasn't like Timothy and Zendaya in there, would people actually still like it? Like, say it's Mm. different actors, like giving the exact same performance. Like, it's still the same, but it's just different people. Interesting. I do like that point. Uh, I know Denny Villeneuve is is quite loved and a lot of people like doing the story. But I do wonder, no Timmy, no Zendaya, even though Zendaya wasn't really in the movie to begin with. No. Um, she's going to be in the second one quite a lot from my understanding. Um, yeah, I do wonder how it would have fared in the box office, even though it didn't really crush the box office necessarily. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it wasn't hitting Marvel numbers to say the least. Uh, I mean, it doesn't help. I, also, I think it's just confusing. I also watched it at home. A lot of people said you need to watch it in like the biggest screen you can find and then it'll be really good. Oh. So maybe that's why. That's I've seen a lot of reviews about that. That would make sense. I did see it in a theater and it was a cool experience because it is very visually heavy, very, uh, the sound, the music, everything is quite good. Um, you know, you got Hans Zimmer on the score. How much better can you get? Um, but yeah, at home, I don't know if it would have been like, I would not watch that movie at home basically. No. And uh, yeah, was... I just don't care about some of that stuff as you like, I, I rated it much higher than you on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I give it four stars out of five. And what did you give it? A two? I think a two. A two, yeah. But I, I was mostly just like, you know what? I appreciate this. Not really for me, but I appreciate That's... this. So here's four. Here's I don't know if I appreciate four star. it. I don't know. Yeah, the visual effects, crazy. And that's what we're going to get to coming up soon here. But um, film editing, one, one thing I want to say is a lot of people didn't like Don't Look Up's flashy Adam McKay style editing, which I totally agree with. Um, it's just very annoying. Just random insert shots of like mm-hmm. nature and like people's faces just really weird yeah, really annoying uh yeah just excessive and i don't even know if that constitutes good editing i think that's just like we edited this movie just in general so i don't even know if that really fits well in, but. did you also see in the part of don't look up it was a big thing on twitter where they were like oh my god they accidentally left like the crew in it like there's oh, a scene yes. in the movie yeah. and he's like oh no we did that on purpose <laughs> good, good catch you guys uh, yeah, I did. I didn't see the uh, the response to that, but that's interesting. Yeah, I, uh, he was like, I just yeah. figured it was like a part of the movie, but also like, as I've said multiple times, I fell asleep during that movie. And uh, <laughs> yeah, to anyone I talked to between like the hours of December 24th and December 26th that I told, I like don't look up, erase your memories of anything I said because I fell asleep during the movie the first time I finished it. I was like, yeah, I like that. But uh, after some reflection, no, I do not like that movie. It's dumb. It's terrible. And uh, that's why my review of it is alternative title, shut the fuck up together. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy but, getting some better fucking movies. Yeah. Why is he in Dune and Don't Look Up? Oh, they both start with D as well. Wow. Whoa. Timmy and the D. Interesting. <laughs> Speaking of the D, uh, visual effects winner, guess what it is? Dune, Dune, another Oscar win for Dune uh, against some pretty easy competition uh, like Free Guy, uh, Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, which was not a very good movie. In I my thought opinion. it was good. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home, awful CG. If you've been on Twitter in the last like two weeks, you've seen an incredible amount of discourse regarding Spider-Man No Way Home having awful visual effects, especially in the daytime shots. And uh, you can very much so notice uh, once you see it um but yeah simple win for dune there i would say 
uh, considering a lot of the atmospheres were created in post, except for the sand, I think. Who knows these days? Um, original score, again, winner, Dune, mm-hmm. going to my boy surprised? Hans Zimmer. Obviously, Hans is going to win. Who skipped the Oscars last night and uh, actually was brought down to the hotel bar by his daughter in his bathrobe with Oscars in his pockets, which is honestly a huge power move. What? Yeah, he looked incredible last night. Uh, I would say the best outfit out of the whole bunch. Um, but yeah, Hans, that's, I would say, an easy win for him um, mm-hmm. against, you know, some pretty easy competition. Um, maybe the power of the dog, Johnny Greenwood. Another great score. Yeah, yeah, that score was really good. I like that one. I feel like it added a lot to the movie. Don't look up. I like Nicholas Patrell. Don't like Don't Look Up. So sorry, Nicholas. Uh, even though <laughs> you created Nick. the Succession theme, you know Moonlight. He's done a lot of good stuff. But um, Don't Look Up. It's not going to help your uh, your Oscar no. collection. No. Um, you know, moving on here to a live action short film, uh, which you see all of them. I only saw uh, two of two or three of them. I think now. I don't think I saw the live action ones. No. Did I? Uh, the one with uh, Riz Ahmed. I did see that one. It was pretty shocking. Yeah, that was called The Long Goodbye, which happened to win the Oscar. Uh, I won't spoil it. It's up on YouTube, I'm pretty sure. You can just go yeah. watch it. It's literally 10 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's quite shocking, uh, heart-wrenching, heartbreaking. I didn't like the music choice in the one part of it, but no. hey, that's just me. I thought he did that because he, he was like, his album is coming out. He's making an album. Oh, is that him and singing? That- yeah, and that short was Yikes, so that's like why it a, sucked. It was like a marketing thing and it's he's a marketing like, thing, yeah. It's like a short film for the album that's coming out. Oh, wow, yeah. So that song sucks. No wonder it was him. Sorry, Riz. I like you, but like that song was not good. <laughs> and it was just like didn't feel like it I feel like it would have been way more impactful. No rap song in the middle of your short film, just like it was crazy. I was like, I don't need this. Like if you just go no music, I'm like, holy shit, like I'm literally I'm like, this is the best short film I've ever seen. That's but, fair. But yeah, that's just my, that's my take. Um, animated short film. Did you see any of these? I saw all of them. You saw all of them. And uh, was there any that you think are worth talking about? Uh, because honestly, some of them looked pretty fucking bad. Um, they were, some of them were kind of crazy. Like, I don't know, Bestia. I don't know if that's how you Bestia, say it. Yeah. Bestia, that one was maybe. Bestia, that one you need to do research before watching it. I learned that because it's based on something. So if you just watch it, just watching it, you're like, what the fuck was this? Like, what was this about? It's kind of like horrifying, honestly. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, so it's like a homework um, assignment. That doesn't sound fun at all. <laughs> no, but then after I did, I was reading like letterbox reviews and people were talking about like the history behind the movie, like who the movie was based on sorry short film was based on uh-huh. and i was like what the fuck it was a very fucked up person from like chile and oh, yeah fascinating you can, watch, you can watch that i watched the windshield wiper and that was actually pretty good i like the art style in it which happened cool. to also win the oscar yeah it did win the oscar which fair is it actually about a windshield wiper like i i haven't seen no it. it's a vignette where it's like going to different stories so it's like that about like love and this guy's like what is love he's like sitting in a cafe and just like clips of a whole bunch of different people so it's a vignette short film how short is this film you don't got so much no, time to work with vignettes are fucking <laughs> snappy i know it's pretty short but that one was cool robin robin from netflix was just like a kid's show oh that just went into the short film category because they're like yeah oh, for some shoe reason him. okay it was so weird it's like a robin that pretends to be a mouse that's kind of creepy but i support him i guess but 
I uh, I don't think I'll be watching that. I and mean, some of the no. short films not worth your time. Simple as that. No. Uh, even I'd though they are very short. No. Uh, next up here, we got achievement in sound, which to begin with sounds like an incredible category instead of like mm-hmm. best sound. Just achievement in sound, which I guess they're all structured as achievement in directing, achievement in acting, oh. etc. But achievement sounds so much more significant. Actually, does like achievement in sound like that sounds so intense. Yeah. Like you've created the best sound. Dang. Like fascinating. And you know who won that one again? Dune. Starts with a D, big fucking D, Dune. Uh, against, you know, I would say some pretty tough competition. Belfast, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not so tough. Uh, <laughs> no Time to Die, maybe not so tough. Um, no. The Power of the Dog, I would say tough, but who knows? Yeah. I don't know how much Foley was going into that movie. And uh, West Side Story, of course, a musical. How would you? How does the musical not win that category? What's that about? Well, but I guess Dune is winning solely on the fact that a lot of the sounds in that, I would say, probably don't exist in the real world. Mm, Uh, Like the fucking helicopter things, you the giant ass worm asshole thing, Uh, (laughs) a bunch of stuff like that. So I guess that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Easy win for Dune again. uh, Trust me, Dune is going to stop winning uh, awards here uh, soon enough. uh, And they lost to Cruella in costume design. So. Mm-hmm. that's a good that that's makes a good sense win. i didn't watch it so neither did i but uh from the clips they did show uh surprisingly cool. they actually showed clips at the oscars sometimes they're really bad at doing that uh yeah. krilla had some really cool costumes so i would say again that's an easy win against yeah. some not so tough competition i like cyrano well, that movie if you <laughs> haven't heard of cyrano honestly just erase the fact that i said that from your head it's terrible it looks bad mm-hmm but, you actually um, watched it? No, I just I saw the trailer a thousand <laughs> times because I go to movies all the time. And there's like, you'd think Cyrano would be the biggest movie on earth. Like I saw it probably 50 times in like two months. Like This is ridiculous. I guess I should just stop going to movies. But like, yeah, it was no, insane. It's like the Morbius trailer. I've seen the Morbius trailer for the last oh, eight yeah. months. Is it out yet? No, I think it comes out in like two weeks. But the, well, because they kept pushing it back. So like, oh, get the trailers back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Morbius Dang. and Cyrano, I've seen those trailers more times than I would like to admit. And uh, they're both bad movies from my understanding. So, Well, but the lady who got the award for the costume design for Koala, I thought she was cool. She did a fit check on live television. Yeah, that was very cool. Sick. I was like, I respect the drip. Yeah, she was breaking so. it all down. She was like, fucking glasses, Tom Ford, uh, the <laughs> suit, Gucci, oh, whatever. And, yeah, she actually kind of was giving off a big, like, Cruella vibe. Like an old yeah. gorilla, so that was very cool. I liked her. I don't know her name. Sorry, no. I, I'm she, I'm sure she's not listening to this, but if you were, <laughs> cool ass fit. I support you. Anyways, uh, let's just move on here to cinematography, which again another easy win for our boys at Dune. Mm-hmm. You think Dune would have won everything at this point? Uh, yeah, which is funny because Denis Villeneuve, the director, didn't get nominated for best director. Uh, you'd think he'd be nominated considering it got nominated and won in so many categories. But hey, uh, better luck in part two, I guess, Denny. Oh, um, yeah. But d- did you like the cinematography in Dune? What did you think of that? I thought it was boring. Boring. Wow. <laughs> that is interesting. What do you think is boring know. about it? Everything. <laughs> no, okay. Obviously, there was cool shots, but then it just kept being the same shots over and over. Well, I guess it didn't have a lot to work with. You know, the, the, the muted palette. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that's what put me to sleep. Just how boring it all looked. It's very beige, very uh, brown. And then there'd be some fire here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, there. There was some nice sunset shots, sure. But like, I guess I see where you're coming from. Especially compared to 
movies like uh, The Power of the Dog. Yeah, Nightmare I thought Power Alley. of the Dog had really nice cinematography. Obviously, Nightmare Alley had good cinematography because they had a lot to work with. Like, yeah, it was a very you know uh, Del Toro movie. It it looks exactly. like a video game in like a, a good way, really. Mm, I never thought about that. Kinda and then good. like Tragedy of Macbeth, that was obviously cra- just like the lighting throughout that was absolutely insane. Uh, Did not see it. I would say it probably would win in like another year, but like this is just honestly a pretty stacked year. Uh, you mm-hmm. have West Side Story as well, which I thought was like incredible cinematography. Yeah. Um, I actually would have liked that one just to win. Uh, give my boy Spielberg something, but even though he wasn't a cinematographer, but you know what? Let's give him, <laughs> give West Side Story something, please. West Side Story, unsung hero of the Oscars. I thought it should have won much, much more, and it didn't. But that's unfortunate uh, because it lost in some of the bigger categories or some really shitty films won. Speaking of which, production design. Guess what won that one again? Dune. Dune. Dune again. Dune is just one everything. Uh, I feel like Nightmare Alley could have gotten that. Yeah, it was actually the same films for production design and cinematography, which I would say shows the craft between Dune, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tragedy Macbeth, West Side mm, Story, yeah. which I would say are like sort of the best batch from the Oscars um, in sort of a condensed form um minus my favorite of course licorice pizza which i know you hate oh but licorice pizza no cinematography nod come on crazy actually that's actually pretty surprising now that i think about it the cinematography was pretty nice i guess it's better than the story that's for sure so oh fair 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 but i guess like how do you throw it in against nightmare alley the power of the dog Macbeth, was it like literally insane competition there yeah um which you know leads right right into Best Director, um, where we have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, uh, <laughs> Hamaguchi, I don't know how to say his first name, for uh, Drive My Car, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson for Liquor's Pizza, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg, West Side Story, with an easy win for Jane Campion, her second yeah. Oscar. And I actually thought that was her second Best Director Oscar, but it isn't. She had Best Screenplay back in like 94 Oh. So she's actually only the second woman to uh, win Best Director alongside Catherine Bigelow. Dang. So I okay, thought she was. Queen? I thought she was back to back, but no. Well, I guess it wouldn't be back to back. It was thirty year fucking twenty yeah. year difference. But um, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Interesting how that was the win uh, against some really tough competition. No, I thought she had it in the bag though. Like in terms of directing, I think totally. Yeah, yeah. she's just her girl. She's... I think Spielberg could win, but like that's kind of anytime Spielberg's name is in there, it's yeah. like he could win. Paul Thomas Anderson uh, is always kind of in the conversation, uh, as is like Quentin Tarantino, all those fucking film bro dork losers. Yeah. Cunt Scorsese. Yeah. Um, Scorsese, fucking the goat. The goat. Literally Ew. the goat. Uh, Hamaguchi, really well. Uh, really great as well. Um, mm-hmm. Kenneth Branagh, he's no. kind of in there just because it's black and white. He literally, that is, I think he's my least favorite director ever. Every film that I've ever watched of his, I hate. Fucking Thor. What else he make? Murderer on the Orient Express, like the new version. It sucked asshole. I, I want to fight that man. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to fight him. I want to fight his films. He's a very like classic Hollywood director. Like he goes in and he gets the job done, but like maybe not in the best way possible. And he wants to fuck Dutch angles. Yeah, like, he he does. Do you love remember Dutch Thor? Angle. So many Dutch angles. Like what the fuck was he drunk when he was directing this? Like he's like, <laughs> this is. I'm sure this is straight. Like are you? Oh my god, I can't even. I don't Sorry, know if guys. that was him though. That might have been under the influence of Joss Whedon, who directed the Avengers and Justice League, 
uh, or a cut of the Justice League, I guess, at this point. Um, yet there was a ton of, if you rewatch the original Avengers, so many Dutch angles, it's disgusting. That many? There's a lot. I watched it like a few months ago and I was like, this is gross. It looks so did awful. I. Thor was well, Thor is definitely Go. worse, but like, <laughs> there were, maybe that was the reason is because after Thor, they're like, okay, let's tone back the Dutch angles a bit. But um, yeah, gross looking movie. Um, but an easy win for Jane Campion. That's uh, that's a huge win for women. Fucking geniuses everywhere. Um, yep. Yeah, and she didn't uh, diss anyone in the process of winning her award last night, which was kind of sick. So cool. She didn't diss hmm. the Williams sisters this time, so I guess that's a major win for her. What do you mean this time? Well, at uh, whatever she won at, the last thing she won Best Director at, I don't know, there's so many fucking award shows. She mentioned, uh, you know, she's like, to the Williams sisters, oh, you know, you don't have to compete against the boys. And kind of like downplayed their achievements just a, just a little bit. And people got mad at what? her about that. But this is all after riding the high of when she called Sam fucking, I don't know, I can't remember his last name, Sam Old Man. Because uh, he was like, I don't like how there's gay people in this movie. And then she called. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. The- yeah, so she called him a bitch. And people were like, oh, go off Jane Campion. But then later that night, she's like, yeah, so uh, William Sisters, you don't got to compete against the men. And then everyone's like, Jane, like, come on. Jane, we're rooting for you. Like, chill out. So, uh, I remember yeah. Good thing she when I that. saw that thing from Sam, he was like, wow, like cowboys lost all their masculinity. Like they'd never be like this. And then people were like, did this guy watch Brokeback Mountain or? Oh, to- totally not. I-, I bet you he fucking snapped that DVD in half. I can't even remember his name. So that's kind of, I guess, the important part. He's just. Yeah. He's an old guy. guy. I don't know. He's on the ranch with Aston Kusher. Yeah. But- so tough, tough for him. Uh, but yeah, again, big for Jane. Love you, Jane. Um, would have loved to see my boy fucking Hamaguchi win for Drive My Car, but that's fine. Uh, which leads us into actress in a leading role where Jessica Chastain won things for the eyes of Tammy Faye against Olivia Coleman. That's the big fucking dog right there. Like, yeah, that's a white whale. Penelope Cruz, also another white whale for Parallel Mothers. Uh, and Nicole Kimmon for being the Ricardos, which is awful. Um by the way, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. What do you think Mm -hmm. of Jessica just fucking snapping that up from all those big dogs? I think she should have won. I think it was the right choice. I think she did the best performance. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was the makeup that made it really good. No, but I think it was her. Yeah, she was, she like watching that movie. I was like, this movie sucks, but Jessica Chastain is absolutely smashing this role. Yeah, she bodied the role. Cause, like, you couldn't even tell that it was her. Like, if you walked into a room, you'd be like, what actress is that? Like, Yeah, and she had a, like, she really changed her, like, vocal tone and inflection. Yeah, and, Minnesota yeah. accent. Yeah, she she crushed it. But, um, like, people were really excited for Kristen Stewart to fucking finally take away her Oscar. Yeah. And she didn't win. I don't think she, I don't think she would have, especially, I don't know, I feel like if she did, the queen would, like, I don't know, declare war or something. Yeah, the queen, <laughs> the queen would not be a happy lady, I don't think. She'd no. be like, not my girl Diana, that she definitely killed, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think they legally could not have let Kristen win. And I don't even know, like, I love Kristen Stewart, but I don't know if that was her best performance. It was, like, it didn't help the, the script in the movie and everything. Like, Spencer is a is not a good movie. It's bad. It's boring. It's, like, kind of a psychological horror in a way, oh. which is, like, a cool angle, and it looks great. The movie looks amazing, but, like, she literally looks like she's on the brink of crying the entire movie, which is, like, I guess a really hard thing to do, but I don't know if that constitutes, like, you were the best actress. You know, you look yeah. like you're going to cry. I don't know. Nicole Kidman, as I said, she's also just, like, a Spielberg. Like, anytime her name yeah. is in the conversation, it's kind of an well, easy Well, she was win. good, too. I liked her in it. 
Yeah, and being the Ricardos, I was like, yeah, that's Nicole Kidman. Go off, I guess. <laughs> but then Aaron Sorkin was like, yeah, I'm just going to give you the worst script ever, and I'm going to direct terribly. Aaron Sorkin needs to stop directing his own movies. He's terrible at it. Except for, like, maybe Molly's Game, but, like, I don't even know if that directing is good. It was just, like, a cool story. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. But you know who's in fucking Molly's Game? Jessica Chastain. So maybe she girl, doesn't yeah. Um, And, like, Penelope Cruz, I didn't see Parallel Mothers, uh, no. unfortunately. But maybe I'll see it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, it did look like a TV soap opera, though. So eh, I don't know. Keen I am. The only person, though, I think I actually would have wanted to win this besides Jessica Chastain was Olivia Coleman because she's just fucking the goat. Fair. I like Olivia Coleman. I didn't like The Lost Daughter. Um, just I feel like it was just a commercial of making sure that you take your birth control, you know? That's honestly a fair assessment. I like. I, feel I really like enjoyed if it. You, Okay, well, you just, I think you just have bad taste in movies, and that's okay. You know, some people do. It's fine. But I feel like if you wanted your kid to be abstinent, just make them watch that movie. Once your kid, like, don't give them the sex talk. Just be like, hey, daughter, watch this. And she's like, fuck, I'm never having sex. I never even want the chance to have these little demons. Totally. I, I completely agree. Watching the movie, I was like, why would, which I actually do enjoy the angle of like, okay, like, motherhood's not always this fun thing like -hmm. she was like oh i want to be a mom like she has two kids in the movie or whatever and she's like this sucks like so she just goes out and cheats on her husband which is like sick go off uh and she's just like hates them the whole time i okay i guess when i heard about the movie and i guess i never read the book or anything like that i thought it was gonna be like a psychological horror movie i thought that she like murdered her daughters because she's always thinking about her daughters and she like lost her daughters and i thought she like drowned one of them so then I think I was just confused because I was like, oh, wait, are they alive? Are they okay? Because then she like calls them. And I'm like. It was really building up to that sort of vibe. Like, oh, she's going to kill somebody. And like, yeah. I guess spoilers, but like she doesn't kill anybody. I don't know. <laughs> but like it really just builds to like, oh, she just like hated being a mom, which is like yeah. fair. But she and smashes she, that. Like, she's so good at being pissed. She is. Okay, yeah. Like she's, she's a great actress. Me. I was like, oh, my God. And even Jesse Buckley as Olivia Coleman's younger self mm-hmm. also terrified me. I was like, I'm scared in my seat right now i want to go home you know what i found okay because maggie gyllenhaal uh directed it and her husband was in the movie i think peter skarsgård skarsgård i'm pretty sure they're married yeah they have kids but i I was like her husband was in it and he was like getting it on with jesse buckley and i'm like imagine directing this i'd have been like go off king you're like your husband's just doing it and like imagine being the other actress like you're just like making out with the director's husband and she's like okay so yeah guys just a little more like that's that's why maggie gyllenhaal is a true professional she gets behind the lens and she doesn't fucking miss maybe she's a cuckolder is that what it's called yeah uh, yeah sure (laughs) but like also i really enjoyed the way the movie was shot felt very claustrophobic the whole time yeah, I'd like to see more from Maggie, obviously. Just yeah. Maybe her own stuff. I don't need some adapted screenplay. Give me what's in your mind, Give Maggie. me the OG Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maybe a little yeah. spinoff from Batman the Dark Knight. Let's oh, get, let's yeah, get a we little, could do that. Let's get a little Rachel origin story, you know? Or even like a biopic of her and Jake's life. Yeah, you know? where she like makes out with Jake. Yeah, totally. Oh, oh my God. Um, oh, wait, my God. What? I didn't mean to say that. Um. Anyways, uh, actor in a leading role. Uh easy i guess win for uh will smith and yeah. king richard over denzel washington in the tragedy macbeth um which i thought denzel was great that's fine uh andrew garfield in tick tick boom benedict mm-hmm. cumberbatch 
in the power of the another dog. person's penis that we saw this year yes so. another schlong good 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 cock on that guy uh javier bardem in being the ricardos uh yeah will smith takes that away kind of with ease and i don't even know if it's necessarily earned it's more like let's get this guy's oscar before you know he fucking bites the dust um yeah. which may be coming sooner <laughs> oh uh, maybe coming sooner than you think <laughs> if chris rock is trying to come back on the revenge tour um the only person i think only two people i think that could have won that over him could have been benedict cumberbatch because i thought he was great in the power of the dog yeah. and andrew garfield in tic tac boom which i didn't see but people went fucking goo goo gaga over of course because yeah. it's andrew what did you, did you I, see that movie i did see tic tic boom and sure it was good it wasn't like an amazing performance like it was based on a true story so he like he like yeah, learned he how actually, to sing and everything right yeah so that was really cool he was actually a really good singer and all that and his acting was pretty good because then they put like the clips of the real person and him beside each other and like yeah he was exactly like the person but i feel like it wasn't that hard of a role totally if that yeah. makes sense and people just love andrew so it's like i yeah. i don't know if the hype was necessarily because his performance yeah. is that good or it was like right on the heels of spider-man yeah. being fucking crazy <laughs> well i think his role like obviously his acting is good but he's done way better performances if that makes sense not to say that this one was bad but it's not like his greatest thing ever and i don't think he should have won best actor for it like andrew garfield in fucking the social network yeah, that's what I'm thinking that's of. That's an Oscar win. Like, there we go. Nine times in this category, easy win for him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch, great in The Power of the Dog. I thought he was like intimidating and he was scary. I don't know. It's kind of about it. Scary? He actually was. I think he's just an intimidating person in general. Like, I don't think I'd want to talk to him. I think he'd be really rude to me. I don't know. Yeah, I do get that vibe from him, which is why he played this role so well. You're like, I yeah. don't want to talk to this guy as Kirsten Dunst didn't want to. Um, it actually, turns out she just like he just wanted to like fuck her son so it's like eh. yeah i don't know i feel like he wasn't even acting i think that was just him <laughs> that was just him yeah he just came on to say he's like okay guys so we're doing the reality show today yeah okay let's yeah, go <laughs> roll right in um which actually launches us right into uh original screenplay where no one good was rewarded uh where uh the worst person in the world was nominated great movie licorice pizza i know evelina hates this one another great movie great screenplay king richard I think it's just kind of like a standard movie. And mm -hmm. honestly, don't look up. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it got nominated there. And uh, Belfast uh, takes away the win, which is kind of disgusting because Belfast was, uh, it looked great, but the no, writing was not, the writing was not what it had going for it. Neither of that was good. If it was in color, I would have liked it. Maybe. <laughs> so you just hate black and white. I think the, the, the blocking and everything was really interesting. Like you'd had shots where there was the kids sitting on the stairs and his parents were in the dining room, but you had kind of all three in the frame, but they were all in completely different rooms. It was really interesting. Not really. It just looked like a play. Yeah, I'll take a play. I'll take a play if it looks nice. Go watch a play. Don't watch <laughs> a fucking movie. If you want to see a play that looks like a play, go watch a play. Like Hamilton. Is Hamilton a play or a musical? What's the fucking Hamilton? difference? What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know these days. You know, it's tough. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, Belfast one. I don't know. Belfast one. I would have liked to see Licorice Pizza win just because PTA. I don't think I. I really don't think PTA's won an Oscar. So I think this is no. kind of like his one chance. Similar to Tarantino, how he doesn't have best directing. I don't even think he has best picture. I think he only has uh, original no. screenplay. So this could have been PTA's chance to join the cool guy club, as they call it. You know what I did? I learned about licorice pizza was so apparently he has like a really long history with the is it Haim. Is that their name? Haim. Haim. Yeah. The Haim sisters. Yeah. 
And because apparently, do you know their mom was his teacher when he was younger? And the movie was based loosely around the crush he had on her when he was younger. Really? Interesting. I do remember because he's directed a few of their music videos before. So I knew there was a sort of a connection there. But I didn't know how far it stemmed back because I know like other parts of the movie were based off one of his friends who's mm-hmm. like sort of Gary in the scenario, who was like a child actor and all this other stuff. Yeah. So I think a lot of people felt like the movie was sort of discombobulated mm-hmm. in ways, but I like, I don't know. I, this is the only movie I saw twice out of like everything. Um, I guess minus Don't Look Up, which I had to rewatch to make sure <laughs> I was like, you know, sane, which I was like, yeah, this shit sucks. Um, yeah. The fucking Licorice Pizza, second time I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm really starting to see maybe stuff that I missed the first time of just like connections and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, without spoiling it, you know, you have Gary, the young 15-year-old boy who uh, wants to be older and he's there's sort of different men throughout the story who are reflections of what Gary could become. And then there's Alana, the 25-year-old maybe woman um, who wants to be sort of younger and she's sort of stuck in a rut. And there's kind of other reflections of sort of her throughout the movie and like ideas of how maybe gary can turn out it's really interesting i really like the way it played out but um minus the fact there's a there's a there's a fat age gap and i don't really know if i necessarily liked the ending because uh yeah yeah, i won't spoil it the ending made it weird yeah Yeah, don't spoil it the ending yeah like the ending i think i don't know how pta was wanting it to be interpreted because it's like is this supposed to be sort of like a fantastical like it's not real moment or is this sort of just like uh like you just like watching these yeah i won't spoil it um yeah yeah, you have to see for yourself and just uh make up your own opinion i suppose on that one but licorice pizza i enjoyed so there's a fun here's a fun fact about licorice pizza there's a part where alana alana whatever her name is she says that she's 28 and she's like oh my god no no wait i'm 25 that was actually an accident she didn't mean to say that it wasn't in the script but he's kept it in because she stayed in character so which i I think actually plays into because there was, because again, this is the only movie I saw twice, which is something I noticed is when they go to Bradley Cooper's house, they're like, oh, that young lady. Like, they were kind of like unsure of the way they talk about it. They're like, how fucking old is this woman? Like, we don't yeah. know. So I think that's kind of the whole thing of like, she's kind of ambiguous in terms of age, uh, which I guess plays into sort of the weird age gap of her between her and Cooper Hoffman in the movie. But um, yeah, shut up, yeah. my boy, fucking Cooper Hoffman. Holy. She also used to babysit him. So. Where did you? Where are you getting these sources from? I don't IMDb. Know. Well, because because oh. apparently you know like her family was friends with PTA, and then yeah. PTA was like best friends with Philip Seymour Hoffman, Hoffman? whatever. Yeah. And then sometimes like she would babysit uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's kids, and sometimes his kids would be hanging out with like Philip Seymour's oh, kids. Oh, so then sometimes she'd see Cooper. Interesting. Fun fact. Yeah, good for her. I support that and the rest of the Heim sisters in the movie which you know Heim is fucking sick so and her dad her dad the real dad is the whole the whole family's in there the mom the dad the fucking dog who knows Sorry, I just went on IMDB today and I just was reading a bunch of trivia on some of the movies <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like hey guys and the, oh before we move on the worst person in the world I think this might be my last chance to talk about it incredible movie if you want to go see a foreign language film it's it's Norwegian but don't don't let that scare you it's very good very emotional <laughs> I didn't, I didn't cry because I ain't no fucking, I know Will Smith at the Oscars, but uh, yeah, really fucking good. It's sort of set up in 12 chapters. It's really interesting the way it plays out. Um, yeah, I'm, that's all I'm going to say about it. Go see it. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, moving on here. Adapted screenplay. 
<sighs> this is where this is where this is where I want to never watch a movie again uh, because we have The Power of the Dog, The Lost Daughter, Dune, Drive My Car, which are all I would say just bona fide fucking slaps, hits, classics, and then you know what wins? Coda, fucking Coda, which mm-hmm. is based off of uh, a French film from I don't I really don't know when the French movie's from. Um, I would say this is probably the biggest upset because the other ones are just so fucking good, mm-hmm. and this sucks. Coda's terrible. How do you how do you feel about this one? I was okay with Coda. I liked it, but that's also just because I like like cute coming of age stories. I don't necessarily think it should have been up in the Oscars. I that's I know I totally I don't agree. Know. I don't I don't think it's Oscar caliber. I think it's it's a no. fine movie out of the context of the Oscars. But like mm-hmm. when I was watching it, I was like, this is nominated for an Oscar. I was like, you fucking yeah. nuts. So like just putting it in the same category as as sort of the power of the dog, Lost Daughter, Dune, Drive My yeah, Car. Yeah, no. I feel like it does not compete against those. Like it shouldn't. Like I feel like it's a sweet movie you watch with your parents. Maybe you watch on an airplane and then you just like forget about it. And yeah. then you're like, that was cute. Like that made me feel good, but it's not like amazing. Like the other movies also just had like really good cinematography, like sound, all this shit was just like great. Yeah. And it didn't feel like a children movie. Coda kind of felt like a children's movie. Like when you watch The Power of the Dog, you're like, oh, this is a, this is a movie for adults. When you watch Coda, yeah. you're like, I could probably show this to a 10-year-old and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. cool. Or like a five-year-old, honestly. Maybe you know, two-year-old. It originally, it was going to have like a rated R rating because of the language. Because <laughs> there's deaf people in the movie? No, like just because they wanted to use like oh they wanted to swear bad words they wanted stuff, to so oh interesting I was, was like, I was like damn that's fucked up I was like they're <laughs> looking making it rated R because they have to read sign language that's fucking no, crazy no, 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 no. yeah interesting no. um yeah I would say that is one of the first upsets uh of the night in my opinion because drive my car three hour pretentious Japanese movie but it was great just really well written Dune. I honestly, like, I, I can't get into the sci-fi shit of fucking Arrakis and Spice and fucking Sand and shit. I don't know. But, like, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog. <laughs> Fire. Upset. Upsetting. Which moves us into uh, a feature, uh, which moves us into an area I am very unfamiliar with, animated feature film, which you saw all of them, correct? Yes, and they're all great. Yeah, so we had Raya in The Last Dragon. Uh, not to be confused with Raya, the dating app for famous people. Uh, the Mitchells versus The Machine. Luca, yeah. Flea, which is a documentary uh, animated sort of crossover. And Encanto, which took the win. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that one? I think it should have taken the win. I think everyone knew that it was going to win. It was a great movie. We got our boy Lin-Manuel Miranda making all the songs. So they're always great. He uses, I don't know what it's called some musical technique that he uses in all his films and Broadway shit. Like being shitty just, or what? No, uh, he's a good person. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not getting into this. Lynn he's a good person. Lynn is, I don't know what he is to me. He's, he's like a dad, you know, the dad I always wanted. Sorry, dad. Anyways, <laughs> I do wish he was there but last night though. Cause his wife tested. I do COVID, too. Which would have been sick. I, if I was his, like, I don't know. He probably would have, like, held Will's hand the rest of the show, I have a feeling, yeah. you know? He gives off that vibe. I hope Will, that he put his wife... Let me sit with you. Let me... No. I hope his wife was in the doghouse. Like, I hope he was like, fuck you. Like, we're getting divorced after this. This was my night, you bitch. It's over. Like, that's what I... Yeah. No, maybe not. I oh. hope he, like, I don't know, like, locked her in the doghouse and just, like, played, like, yeah. some of his bad music just, like, all night <laughs> to torture her. 
Good idea, in my opinion. So when Kanto takes away the win, what's... It does take away the win. I was going to say it was the first, I think, Pixar movie that was in, set in Colombia. I feel like Pixar is trying to get everywhere. Like Luca was in Italy. Um, Raya was Japan, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. And then Turning Red, is, which just came out, is in yeah. Toronto. They're trying to hit yeah. all the major... Major so, hubs these days. I don't know. It was cool. I thought Encanto was really good and the songs were really good. And I was going to say something else about it, but I cannot remember now. There's something cool. I don't know. Oh, the girl, the main person, Stephanie something. She plays Rosa Diaz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was pregnant during it and she went into labor while singing one of the songs, but she didn't want everyone to freak out. So she just didn't tell anyone. Iconic. I that's that's awesome. great. I was like, what? So I thought that was really cool. You go, girl. That that's alone cool. just gives them, I would say, the win. Like that's right? that's awesome. Is it very musically? As someone it who is, doesn't like musically sort of animated films or just films in general? It is pretty musically, but I think the songs are good and it's a cute story. I wasn't expecting like it that much. I didn't like Luca. There's no music in that. It was just shitty. They got all it was in Italy and they had these white kids just trying to speak Italian and I'm like okay these are obviously like American like people just a dude from Wisconsin yeah yeah (laughs) and then the Mitchells versus the Machines was pretty good uh people said they really like the animation of it it's a Netflix movie it's very I would say like Spider-Verse-esque yeah it's maybe not the exact same but it's very unique and it's not traditional like sort of the Pixar ones no which I saw from the one clip they showed People were very angry about Ryan the Last Dragon, not because of the movie, but because Disney was trying to make you pay thirty dollars to watch it on the service. Yeah, that's insane. I would ne- like I would never pay thirty dollars to rent. I think it's just a rent movie, right? Yeah, because then it comes out onto the. Yeah, I think they learned their lesson with that though, because I don't think they're doing that anymore. No, because I think they did the know. same with Black Widow, and people are like, I don't want to watch this shitty Marvel movie for thirty. Well, it wasn't even people. It was more like, "What's your face, Scarlett Johansson?" I was like, "You said that we were going to put this only in theaters, but now you're offering it to people. What the fuck?" Yeah, totally. I don't know. Fucking, you know, go for Scarlett, and she got her. She got paid. Yeah, she probably didn't. She probably didn't want people to see because her acting sucked in it. So she was like, "Guys, you can't do this." <laughs> she got overshone by Florence Pugh, and she was like, oh, "What do I do?" And then fucking yeah. sued them for fifty million. <laughs> Good for her, honestly. Fucking, yeah. uh, which moves us right into documentary feature because you know documentaries animation it's fucking connected right yes um so this category we got writing with fire didn't see it summer of soul saw that took away the win uh Mm -hmm. also nominated beside flea attica and ascension um honestly no documentaries to really write home about even summer of soul summer of soul was cool because uh from my understanding it's footage that has never been seen from this concert in harlem uh, it's like 50 years old or something like that. And it was the first time it's ever been seen, which is like really cool and kind of makes you think about all the footage that's been lost of concerts back in the day. Yeah. And uh, Questlove directed it. So that's cool. But uh, yeah, it was just like a concert movie and like the talking heads yeah. just like have the music playing in the background. And it's very, feels very hodgepodgey, which I don't necessarily love. Yeah. Well, did you watch any other of the documentary ones? I watched Flea, uh, which I, I classically do not like because uh, I just don't feel like uh, animation helped me feel any more impact. I would have rather just the guy telling the story in front of the camera for like two hours than the animation, honestly. Really? Yeah, I, I feel like I would have been more sick. impacted. The animation, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Well, because then they could show how he was feeling. Like, you know, they'd make it dark when he was like fucking you know i think it was maybe the style that wasn't for me of the animation maybe if it was another like it was kind of just like his face had no expressions 
which I was yeah. just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Well, they also did that because they couldn't show like him as the actual person. I suppose, yeah. It's like confidentiality, yeah. Maybe they should have just hired a body double and just like got him to say everything mm. back. That would have been a strategy. I don't know. For that. me, I'm very like, I like uh, like verite documentaries, like observational or just even, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Animation wasn't for me in documentary. Well, maybe you'd like Ascension. Ascension was no talking at all. It was just like almost two hours, maybe less than two hours. Definitely less than I think two it's hours. It's a short less. one, yeah. But it's you're just watching people do work. Like it's just China, and you're watching all people do work. No one talks at all. No one like notices the camera. She's just videotaping. Like there was a sex doll factory. We we watched that, and then there it starts with like the lower class people, and then it works its way up to like the higher class people who are like servants and stuff interesting well i'm glad that didn't win though because i think two years ago american factory which is on netflix won best picture and it's sort of a uh sort of china adjacent uh film and it's like basically about a chinese company coming into a small town in america sending over chinese workers and like they're being exploited and Mm -hmm. it kind of gets to the point where like when do all these documentary features are just like fully about china to the point where it's just like exploitative of like we're using this for Oscar noms, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like really interesting and like informative, but like, when does this become, okay. Like yeah. everyone's doing this for fucking an Oscar win. Interesting stuff. But, uh, summer soul, which came after right after the slap, uh, which kind of set off the mood a little bit. So yeah. Questlove goes up there, he's accepting his award and everyone's still trying to fucking figure out what just happened with yeah. Will Smith. Um, yeah, I think the vibes were way off after that. Which but. is kind of really rude, too. Like, if you think about that, like, he, he kind of stole the moment from Summer of Soul because everyone's, like, searching on their phones, like, well, at home. You're, like, yeah. looking on, like, Twitter and seeing what's happening. You're not really paying attention to the show anymore. So that's really rude, Will, but whatever. Yeah, that is incredibly... Will was just... Like, I, I don't even know if he's friends with Questlove, but he was throwing everyone under the bus. Like, not intentionally, but, like, the Williams sisters were like, what is happening? Like, this is a movie about her dad and now you're just up here fucking slapping dudes and then Questlove is like I'm accepting my first ever fucking Oscar like this is a big moment you're fucking slapping dudes makes no sense yeah Yeah, so uh, anyways that just moves us right into a shorter version of a documentary uh, a documentary short where uh, the queen of basketball takes the clear win I would Mm say Um, I only saw audible out of this category i just heard a lot about queen of basketball i couldn't figure out where to watch it because uh, youtube it's on youtube oh, well fuck fair enough i just didn't put in a lot of time to find this stuff i was like i don't know if i can't find it on two things i'm giving up um did did you watch queen of basketball i did i watched all of the documentary shorts queen of basketball was good it was very sweet um i thought audible was gonna win in all honesty because i thought audible was good even though if you hated it it's yeah fine. i did hate audible which is about uh, like a high school for the deaf which is, you know what's kind of weird is, is you are hating all the deaf, <laughs> the, de- the deaf adjacent which films. Kind of, mm, Jared's not a good look on you, sweetie. What can I say? I just Audible was a bad movie. It's just it was a bad short. It it doesn't feel like you know. In a short, I'm looking for a lot of stuff. I'm looking for a fucking quick, succinct story. I want to feel the fucking little you know the the hero's journey that type of shit wasn't feeling that audible it felt very like it's just like a youtube video but i don't know maybe it's just me but it was really cool i was like that's honestly like fascinating i had no idea something like that existed 
Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they, they shoehorned in some emotional shit. So if you enjoy that type of thing, it's on Netflix. Uh, you know, speaking of things that aren't on Netflix, uh, international feature film where I guess I could have talked about the worst person in the world. Uh, it's just incredible. All right. Go fucking watch the movie, uh, which is nominated against uh, Luen, A Yak in the Classroom, which awesome name to begin with. Uh, the Hand of God, which is on Netflix, Italian film, I believe. Mm-hmm. Flea, uh, the same documentary animated one uh, that I hated. And Drive My Car, which took away the win. Fucking yep. easy peasy. Drive My Car, I would say, hardest competition was the worst person in the world and probably the Hand of God. Um, Drive My Car was awesome. If you want to go watch a three-hour, really slow Japanese film and you like have the patience to sit there, big recommend. If you don't, you're probably going to hate it. Uh, up next here, we have actor in a supporting role where Apple TV was probably very happy with the win here. Um, we have Kieran Hines for Belfast, the old man, Troy Kutzer from CODA. Uh, okay, you can't hear what you said, so you can say it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesse Plemons, power of the dog, JK Simmons being the Ricardos, Cody Smith McPhee, the power of the dog and Troy Kutzer takes away the win for CODA and apple tv i'm sure they're so fucking excited um this is the second deaf person to ever win in a leading actor or actress category you know first person to do it was his co-star yeah fast i was like what are the odds and they're in the same movie yeah and they've also played uh, a couple before on csi in one episode really interesting i guess that's why they're casted together like this is fucking easy peasy we just got the two goats in the room like whatever um yeah i uh he was good in that. I don't really have complaints about that. Um, besides the fact that I just hated Coda. I think the lady that presented it, I can't remember how to say her name. The one from Minari. Oh, uh, Ya Jung Yoon. Yeah, she was very sweet. I liked her. And then she did, She signed it to him because he doesn't, you know, if she says his name, like he wouldn't know. Yes, that was very, uh, she, was, she, was, she was great. She was great she's last sweet. year. She's she was great this year. She handed him the Oscar and then she was like, oh my God, wait, let me take it away so you can sign. Like, ugh. What a sweet lady. Yeah, and he was signing off a storm in like the best way. Like this guy had the best speech, I would say, of the night. It was, yeah. It was, and they gave him lots of time, uh, unlike some other people. Anyways, yeah. So um, actor in a supporting role, easy win for Troy. Everyone else, kind of whatever. Would have liked to see Jesse win just because I like Jesse Plemons. But that's about it. I have no complaints mm-hmm. there. Uh, but next we have actress in a supporting role where we have Jesse Buckley, the lost daughter, um, Jesse Buckley, fucking big fan here. Ariana DeBose or Ariana DeBose, sorry, I don't, I don't quite, know. I, I can't pronounce yeah. names. My fault. All good. Um, Judy Dench in Belfast, Kirsten Dunst in The Power of the Dog, and Queen Ange- Angelou Ellis, sorry, King Richard. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that seems that seems right. Um, sorry, uh, Miss Miss Ellis, I don't know how to pronounce names. Uh, yeah, and Ariana takes away the win for West Side mm-hmm. Story. How how you feeling about that one? It's great. She was the first openly queer woman to win an Oscar. It was her yeah. and Kristen were like, I don't know if they're the first ever nominated, but like it would be, if they won, either of them were going to be the first openly queer ladies. Yeah, which is pretty wild. I would say she was really good, though. Yeah, she was really good. I would say that's a well-deserved win. Yeah, makes sense, though. She's a Broadway actress. Obviously, she knew how to play it. Yeah, she played the fuck out of that role. Let me tell you the clip they yeah. showed at the Oscars. She was acting her ass off. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's an easy win. I would have liked Thanks. to see uh, Kirsten Dunst just because I love Kirsten Dunst. Um, yeah. I thought she was really good, but like her role kind of gets chopped off like halfway mm-hmm. through The Power of the Dog. So uh, I feel like it's harder. To, like if she was throughout the whole movie, like really, really present, I feel like uh, I guess she would have been a lead at that point. Um, 
but yeah, I, I think her role just got cut. So it just, it didn't work as well for uh, this. Uh, Jesse Buckley, I thought was great in The Lost Daughter as always. Um, but yeah, I, I would say uh, Ariana, easy, easy win for her easy. there. Easy peasy, lemon fucking squeezy, which moves us yes. in to the final category of today. <laughs> Thank God. I hope fucking all three of you are still listening to this we have <laughs> we have best picture where we have belfast coda don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog and west side story where coda takes away the win in the worst way possible i was very upset by this where i said i would not be recording this podcast and i would not be watching a movie ever again which I'm still kind of on board with. Who knows if this podcast ever hears fucking light of the day. What do you think yeah. about Coda taking the win here over all of these? Uh, some great films, some bad films. I'd say big disappointment. Like, I, again, not to say Coda was a bad movie, but I don't think it was an Oscar winning movie, especially an Oscar best picture. Totally. Winning yeah. movie. This is in the same, like I would say in a worse category than green book winning which feels insane to say but like green yeah. book people are like what and this is like whoa because you're winning over west side story steven spielberg like that's the fucking that's the goat yeah you have power of the dog where jane campion wins for best director obviously she's I mean, fucking this movie's also, good as shit. power of the dog was nominated for the most it had 12 nominations and only got one win yeah which is insane like i feel Just like fuck. coda was coda i'm telling you guys apple tv fucking stuffed the ballot box it had to well because and then there we go that's the first streaming service to like win best picture apple did it before netflix yeah netflix this is coming off of uh mank last year which was like kind of a big bet because honestly last year's slate kind of sucked and it's like about hollywood it's david fincher everything sort of the the cards are right there and then uh the irishman the year before that so it's it's like when is netflix gonna get their fucking win yeah and Netflix has been a lo- around longer than Apple TV. So they're probably pissed. They're like, what the fuck did we do wrong? Yeah, and The Power of the Dog is a way better movie. So like, they're investing in the right directors, the right movies. Every- like, They're doing yeah. everything right. And Apple TV Apparently, just swoops in with Coda. I heard that Apple TV, though, when they saw it at Sundance, they bought it for like a huge amount. Like the most that someone's ever paid to like get J- Just the- acquire the rights fully? Yeah, acquire the rights for the movie. It's like the most any services ever paid or something. straight from like a, a a festival type thing yeah yeah but interesting that. well that makes sense uh i guess they got their money's worth uh yeah also the lead sorry lead actress in there she learned asl and singing lessons she did for nine months she learned all that and how to use a fishing fish shit she learned how to use a fishing rod <laughs> thank thank god this one best picture i hope her fishing skills come in handy when she fucking is out of a job because this movie sucks it's terrible and like surprised you're not saying more you know honestly like i'm surprised like i didn't like nightmare alley but nightmare alley was giving off such a like this could honestly probably win because it's just such a well-crafted sort of piece of art uh, where it's Mm -hmm. like yeah you know what maybe it could swoop in and win and coda is just like it's just insane to me and i said this last night when we were watching is this is the 50th year of the godfather and this is the first best picture on the 50th year of the godfather you put the godfather next to coda and it's like looking at my fucking my foot ran over by a car and like my other foot not ran over by a car it's like fucking dismantled dismembered it looks gross like it's probably gone at that point versus like yeah my foot's full i don't know it's there you know it's a bad example but like it is it exists would you have rather 
Don't Look Up rather win than Coda? I think I only would have liked Don't Look Up winning because it would have been like people would have lost their minds, including me. Don't Look Up is, is awful. It's dumb. It's It just treats the audience like they're stupid, which is like, mm-hmm. I guess I'm stupid as shit. So like maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, like Don't Look Up, I thought would have just been like really funny. Like it, on top of the slap, Don't Look Up wins. <laughs> this is the craziest Oscars of all time. Watch the face to us. Yeah, like this is just be the craziest fucking thing ever. But Coda takes it away, which I just, I just totally disagree with. I'm like, this is awful. Again, it's not a bad movie. It's just in the context of this. It's just makes no sense especially when you have like dune that has one i think it won six oscars here yeah it might have been eight like honestly i don't even remember uh like or the power of the dog like it just those two at at least and that's not including west side story which i thought was just fully snubbed so many categories here uh licorice pizza which like i guess that could have been pta's first win maybe who knows and drive my car another just fucking crazy ass perfect movie in a way and then coda just takes it away yeah, I don't know what was going on there. I I guess a lot of people, when I was watching the pre-interviews, like when they were interviewing like the famous people, they're like, oh my God, who would you want to win Best Picture? A lot, a lot of people were saying Coda. I think it's just like a lot of people wanted it to just like feel good because it's like a feel good movie. Yeah. And I saw a lot of tweets sort of when it won like the Pro- Producers Guild Award for like Best Picture mm-hmm. equivalent. And uh, a lot of people are like, you know what? Maybe this is just the, the thing we need to win right now. Like, you know, the world's in a, a state of panic. And I was like, oh, fuck off. No we, <sighs> no, we don't. No, we don't. You know, I want the most crazy movie on earth to win. Like, you know what? I don't know. Fucking renominate The Godfather <laughs> instead of Coda, you know? <laughs> you imagine? We, like, I think it's just so silly to, to say like, oh, I would like this movie that made me feel good to win because it made me feel good because it has no artistic merit just fucking boring it's just dumb yeah i, I watched know. it on my phone <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i watched it as i said on my last day of my apple tv subscription because i was like i don't want to resubscribe to this like this is no, stupid because I, I was just on my phone i was like my dad was driving me somewhere and i was like okay i need to get these shit checked off so i was just like okay <laughs> yeah like that's just what it's meant to be consumed as which is terrible which is kind of funny like i watched a best the pe- best picture winner i watched on my fucking phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i watched on my fucking ds i'm pretty sure like ridiculous <laughs> i'm never gonna get over this win because it's just so insane it makes me want to not fish ever again how about that yeah <laughs> maybe it was the fishing that threw you off or the singing i don't know it was just really funny it was like a classic movie like she's like i don't know if i should stay here and help my family or like leave and pursue <gasps> music <laughs> yeah like, why? <laughs> oh it's just so predictable so formulaic and it's a remake in a way i'm it pretty is, sure okay. no it is a remake of a french movie but the problem with the french movie was that the deaf people in it weren't actually played by deaf actors so it got oh. a lot of controversy thrown it, and people were actually very angry that they used like hearing people as the deaf actors Oh, so, so they're like, let's remake this with deaf actors and actresses and then just like win a best picture. Exactly. That is uh, that. Yeah, that's awful. I mean, good. And you know, like it's, yeah. it's fine, whatever. But like, yeah, as I said last night, like there's just so many ways you can spin people not wanting to win certain things for best picture. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Like West Side Story. You hate, I don't know, hate musicals. Oh. you hate puerto ricans yeah you hate greasers the power of the dog you don't like gay people i guess like nightmare yeah. alley you don't like bradley cooper like that's really <laughs> offensive to me licorice pizza you don't like gingers king richard you hate tennis dune you hate sand drive my car you hate cars don't look up you hate looking up 
you look you like looking down i don't know yeah no matter what you're they're losing yeah like belfast you just hate irish people like there's just there's yeah that no one way. makes sense though <laughs> yeah i think i'm i'm irish so i can yeah i can agree to that um coda really upsets me i think this spins the oscars just into a sort of a a, a bad uh it's in trouble in the future yeah, I, think. I feel like disney channel original movies should get nominated now i guess yeah fucking put the lizzie mcguire movie in there like god yeah. damn it at this point maybe ch- that's why it felt like the teen choice awards because coda won yeah i think so like i i think that just takes all of the prestige away from the oscars like i in my sort of experience i want the most pretentious most like technically correct technically written just yes. overall best film to win most shit at the oscars and then coda wins it's like it's kind of slap in the face mm-hmm. it's like who's even voting you know yeah and like if you are still at this point in the podcast and you're not a big movie person this is the equivalent of macklemore winning in that grammy <laughs> year where he's up against kendrick lamar drake jay-z kanye like it's just that at least for me that's how i feel some people love coda like if you search up twitter on uh if you look up on twitter people loving coda it's there's a lot of people there so it's unfortunate where do you think the oscars are going in the future is this is this good or bad it's spiraling down i don't even know anymore like maybe it's not the oscars maybe it's just the movies that are being made nowadays yeah that's the problem yeah maybe i would say they're they're uh they're in an interesting state right now the movie business because we got all the marvels all the dcs it's all about ip man it's crazy I don't even know anymore. I just, I want like my boy, Timmy, Sersha, maybe I need them together again in something just like cleanse my palate. Like maybe Greta's going to win with the Barbie movie. Like who oh, knows? There we go. Maybe some Margot Robbie will get it, get the Oscar. I wouldn't not be mad about that. I'd be pumped. That would be pretty sick. It'd be sick. Maybe a new Hall movie. That's not the one he just made, which sucked asshole. Yeah. there. And you know what? This year, there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Killers of Flower Moon by Scorsese. We have fucking a new Fincher movie. We have uh, Bradley po- uh, Cooper biopic. <laughs> Bradley Pooper. Um, yeah, there's just so, like, honestly, this year might actually be, like, the most stacked in a long time. Um, we'll I'm have Jordan Peele's that. Nope, which will be awesome. True. Um, it'll be really good, which I think, uh, hopefully, the Oscars don't fuck that up this year. So Yeah, no. I think this coming year will be good. Let's manifest it. Yeah, and we need celebrities to, you know, just just be a celebrity. All right? That's all I need. Yeah. Yeah, just wrap it up. Uh, come on. Come on, Amy Schumer. Just no, yes, no, no more Amy Schumer, please. All right, Devlina. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking about the Oscars with you today. And uh, honestly, for the sake of my own mental being, I hope the Oscars don't happen next year because I never want to see something like Coda win again. No. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll see you next year or not. And um, it's, you know, it, it's been a yeah, right episode. And I'm going to take us out today with the absolute worst, but it's also kind of best song ever from the end credits of the worst person in the world. So fucking DJ oh. Stacey, take us away. It's the rest of a stump. It's a little alone. It's a sliver of glass. It is life. It's the sun. It is night. It is death. It's a trap. It's a gun. The oak when it blooms. A fox in the brush. The knot of the wood. The song of a thrush. The wood of the wind. A cliff. A fall. A scratch. A lump. It is nothing at all. It's the wind blowing free. It's the end of a slope. It's a beam. It's a void. It's a hunch. It's a hope. And the riverbank talk.
parts of the waters of March It's the end of the strain, it's the joy in your heart Oh, thank you.